Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Could you, uh, can we shut the fuck up over here on the side? Because I'm trying to start. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This week is going to be a Jesusito episode, and I'm going to talk about I finally went back to work and uh, my experience. But before we do that, remember to rate, subscribe, and like, right? Like, rate, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram, The Jesus Show NTO. Uh... <laughs> So dumb. Follow me on Instagram, The Jesus Show NTO. Facebook, The Jesus Show, not that one. TikTok, The Jesus Show, not that one. Twitter, Jesus Show NTO. And just type in on YouTube, The Jesus Show, not that one, or The Jesus Show NTO, and it'll come up. And then you can watch me and you can see the stupid faces I make all the time. Because if you're listening to me, you can't see it. But if you're watching me, you can go, oh, Jesse's being a stupid. Uh, yeah, tell everybody. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your everybody you know to subscribe to The Jesus Show. Not that one. Now that we have that out of the way. Uh, also, uh, it's a new thing. I think I've told them before. I have Allie in the room. Uh, so she's over She's over here. Say hi. Hi. She's over there. Uh, just in case I need her to look something up, I, I figured instead of me trying to do it, she can help me do it. So if I'm talking to her or if I look over and I'm like this, it's because she's in the room. Uh, I'm trying not to do it as much, so I'm focusing on you guys more than her. But, you know, we're still trying to figure it out. So aside from the butthole licking, 69, do you think people are 69ing? Yeah. You think 69ing is like a big thing? Uh, I think it's always a thing. You think it's... Do you think you can meet somebody and go, you're a 69er? <laughs> no. You don't think there's people out there that are six, 69ers? Hmm. I think maybe I should start doing that. When I meet some people, I'll be like, do you 69? You look like somebody 69. But then I don't know if they're going to get offended or not. You think they would? I, I think they, they're going to be kind of weirded out. Because I asked if they 69? <laughs> How's that weird? Random person on the I mean, I'm not going to ask complete strangers. Hey, how many of you guys out there 69? Do you guys do, is that still a thing? 69? I, I always thought as a kid, as a young, as a young moldable man, I was like, oh man, 69 is the best. Yeah, make all the noise. Cool. Sorry. As a kid, do you mean high school? Yeah, like high school, like when I first started. Like when you interviewed Kai Kamara and you kept saying, when I was a kid, it's like, you're yeah. older than him. Uh, yeah, but when I was, when I was first started watching Prawn, or as me, Greg, and Robert call it, Disney movies. 
We got all Disney movies? Um, I thought, oh man, 69 is where it's at. Um, and then I did it a couple times. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's not, it's all right. It's not that, you know, it's not the end all be all. So yeah, do you guys 69? Think about that. Let's jump into why I have you guys here this week. And that is, I finally went back to work after not working for a year and two months, I think a year and two months. My last trip was to Narita, Japan from LA. No, no. San Fran. Really? I didn't know. I did it in San Fran. Oh shit. I did it. Yeah, you're right. San Francisco to Narita, Japan. And it was, I believe, April 27th, Yeah, sorry. I think it was, uh, 2020. That was my last trip. And then on the 4th of July was my first trip back. Uh, I got a little emotional because I haven't been working in a while. So that was really cool. And I had, I had a really cool crew. So I'm going to tell you about where I went and what I did. The morning of the 4th of July, I left here. I left Vegas. Did I say Vegas or Vegas? Sound like Vegas. Sound like Vegas, right? Vegas. Vegas, Las Vegas. I left Las Vegas to go to uh, San Francisco at like 6 in the morning. I left fucking early. And the shitty part is my check-in wasn't until, I believe, 6.30 at night. So I was there at the airport for a long fucking while. But the flights weren't looking good from here to there. If I would have gotten there later, I would have really been pushing it. Like maybe give myself 30 minutes, which is not smart because then if there's a delay, whatever the fuck, I just got there early and I was like, fuck it. I can hang around, which I did. Um, and my first, my first day was just deadhead. So if you don't know what a deadhead is, we take a regular seat like a passenger and we're getting paid for is as, as if we're uh, working the flight, but we're not. Um, so yeah, that's what a deadhead is. So all we did was San Francisco to uh, Sacramento. We got Fast and the Furious going on out there. So that was really easy. Um, when I got to the airport, I watched, I watched the new episode of Loki. And then I watched something else. I don't remember what I watched. And then I had my salmon bowl. Uh, my salmon bowl. It's just salmon with some rice that I always get. And then I got a spicy tuna roll. Um, that's my favorite thing to eat when I'm in San Francisco because it's just really good. I had that, I had some lunch, hung out. Then finally we, you know, I got on the deadhead and my crew was really nice. Uh, three of us stayed together the whole time. And then we got a new person, which we call the load. Uh, we had a new person every flight. So what happened was. We get to uh, Sacramento, we stay the night. Like I said, easy day, deadhead. The next morning we go to Sacramento. I worked Sacramento to Dulles, and from Dulles to uh, New Orleans. I was aware that there was a, um, a storm brewing around the southern eastern part of the United States, but I didn't think it was gonna affect us. And then, oh, we had a medical, wait, can I talk about that? I won't be specific. We had, 
we had a minor medical emergency from Sacramento to Dallas. Uh, this passenger was having a little bit of an issue. But the person's fine. Everything was good. We had a paramedic on board help us out to check on the person. Um, so that was kind of like, oh, cool. First flight back and medical emergency. What does my training tell me to do? So we stay in New Orleans. And the next day, as we, because on our, uh, when we look at our trips, we have something called a pairing. So we see where we're going, what flight we're working with, who, all that stuff. So I look, and the next day we were supposed to go New Orleans to Houston, Houston to Santa Ana, Santa Ana to Newark. So it was a long day. And then I think we had like a 10-hour uh, layover in Newark, which is short. And then we were flying one leg back the next day, which was the end of the trip. We get on the way to the, because I was the, wait, purser, right? I always want to call it lead or say lead. Yeah, but we call it purser and then international purser now. Anyways, I was the purser. So I like to make sure that I know what gate me and my crew are going so I can let them know, hey, this is where we're going. So as they're getting food in the morning, I check and I went, oh, our plane is delayed coming to Houston, which originally our plane was already supposed to be there. And we were supposed to stay on the same plane all day. And then they changed it. So that was kind of odd. So we see that it's 30 or I think it was 20 minutes delayed. So then, you know, I tell my crew, I'm like, hey, you guys have some time, you know, no rush. And then it turned into 30 minutes. And then we're sitting a couple gates away because we don't like to sit at the gate that we're going to work just because, I mean, I don't, I don't like to. And usually like that gate is populated with a bunch of people and we like to sit just on our own, just so we can talk and do whatever, whatever we want. So we're sitting like two, three gates away. And we sit down, my crew members start eating their breakfast. And then I go, oh, we're an hour delayed now. And we had 48 minutes between landing and then getting to another plane. And then uh, getting on that plane, boarding it, and then taking off. So I was like, oh man, we're really pushing it. And then the hour turned into an hour 15. And then our sit time turned into three minutes. And we're like, are we even going to make that? As it started getting closer to uh, push, like, you know, pushback, departure. Then we noticed that now we're an hour, 20 minutes delayed. And now we've been um, taken off the trip, the Houston to Santa Ana. So we're like, well, what's going to happen now? So we're refreshing our schedule and then it says boom you're deadheading from houston to newark now and now instead of having a 10-hour layover in newark we have I think it was a 17-hour layover so it was longer so we we're like okay cool so we were excited about that finally the plane gets to new orleans we board the plane and it's a quick flight it was 50 minutes and it was 50 minutes because they had us instead of going from new orleans to houston like this it had us go around some weather. So that's what made it a little longer. Because it should have been like 30 minutes. Right? That's usually... Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, maybe 40 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we take off. And it was quick. And then we're in the air. And the pilot, the captain calls us and says, Hey, 
I feel like I'm not getting the words out. Yeah. It's weird. That's odd. Anyway, uh, sorry guys, uh, that that was fucking annoying. I apologize. So the captain calls us and says, "Hey, why don't you guys stay seated a little longer than normal?" So we said, "Okay." So he makes the announcement, lets you know the passengers know, and then finally we get up, and then I ask two rows what they wanted to drink, and I come back to tell my galley person to make them so I can run them out, and then he calls and goes, "Hey, sit down now." Cause then we started rocking and rolling like, oh shit. And then we never, we never got up because it was, uh, it wasn't safe. So we sat down the whole time. We land, everybody gets off. And then we are, uh, we already checked in for our next flight, just a deadhead. Again, now we're going from Houston to Newark in a passenger seat and we're just relaxing. So we get on the flight, we meet the crew and the crew working it very nice. They were, uh, you know, they, they were like, Hey, if you guys need some water, if you guys need anything, please let us know. And we're like, no, no, I used to, I normally like to take like snacks and my water already on the plane, just so I don't have to bug the crew. I know they don't mind because I don't mind when people ask me, um, but just my personal, personal preference. I like to just take that stuff on. We're on everybody's, uh, you know, everybody's boarded. And we push back and everything, everything was fine. Everything was fine. We take off. And I think our flight time was, fuck, I think three, three something. Or is it usually four? Houston or Newark. Yeah. Maybe it was just over three. So we take off at 2.20, 2.20 p.m. Houston time. We're in the air. And all of a sudden, the crew comes back. Like, I was taking a nap, which I rarely sleep on the plane. Taking a nap. I wake up, and one of the guys, he says, hey. You know, he leans in and tells me, uh, we're diverting to Dulles because of weather. And I went, what the fuck? Went, okay. So then he tells my other crew member, which is sitting right across the aisle from me. So we look at each other, and we're like, okay, well, fuck it, whatever. Captain comes on, says, hey, we're going to, we're being rerouted to Dulles. Mind you, this is day three of my trip. So far, I've only worked, I've worked three, three, three flights so far. Like actually working. And then, you know, captain says, you know, we're going to go, we're going to refuel, wait, and then we're going to take off back to Newark. So we end up, I think we were sitting on the. I think we were sitting on the tarmac for two and a half hours. It was a while. First, it was going to be 30 minutes, and then it turned into an hour. And then, you know, um, Newark was on a ground stop. And then finally we get, because then on our app, it says, you know, oh, you're going to leave in 30 minutes. And then it gets pushed back and then pushed back and pushed back, pushed back. Finally, the captain says, hey, we're, we're uh, refueled. We have plenty of gas. We're going to take off. So now we take off. We're going, I start watching a movie, and we're, we're in the Newark area. Captain comes on and says, hey, they gave us a holding pattern. Newark is still closed. They still have, uh, they're still on a ground stop, but we have enough fuel to hold for an hour and a half. Okay. So we're going, and 
keep going. And then one of the crew members comes back and goes, leans into our ears again and goes, hey, we're going back to Tullus. And I went, whoa, shit. So sure enough, five minutes later, the captain, hey, I uh, want to let everybody know we're going back to Dallas. Newark isn't open right now. They just, the weather's too bad. So now we go back to Dulles. And then we're thinking, me and my, my crew member, like, well, I mean, now we're going to, we're probably going to deadhead from Dulles to San Francisco tomorrow, the last day. Because, I mean, I guess we could have gotten deadheaded to Newark and then worked it back. But there was no way we were going to work our original flight because we were going to miss that. Because by now, when we land in Newark, oh no, I'm sorry, Dulles, it was 1130 at night. So we land and then now people are like kind of freaking out around us because they're like, hey, I'm getting picked up in Newark. Like I live in Newark, you know, and it sucks for them because I mean, I don't have to worry about it because I'm working. So all my shit's taken care of. Uh, but I was like, fuck, man, that sucks for them. We ended up getting um, a pairing modification, like an update. And it just said, now tomorrow you're going from Dulles to San Francisco. You're deadheading. Okay, so we get off the plane. And it's almost midnight now. We're waiting for the van to get taken to the hotel. And then I call. And I was going to call in the morning, but I heard Allie's voice right here. And she said, baby, why don't you call now just to get out of the way? So you don't... And I thought, yeah, that makes sense. Because right before I called you, mm-hmm. I did that. Oh, really? So I called and it's like 12.05 in, in, in the morning, right? So I call and the scheduler says, sure. Your your release. Oh, and the scheduler. No, no, you're not in the frame. The scheduler says, do you need help getting home? And I went, wait, to <laughs> to the dog park? <laughs> um, the scheduler says, do you need help getting home? Which they'll help you get to base. They won't fly you positive space like you won't get a guaranteed seat to your to your home which i thought was odd so i went wait you can fly me to vegas and the way she said it then she she was like no i can get you to base and i go well you said do i need help getting home san francisco is not my home she goes oh well what i meant was oh okay fine 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 yeah i understand what you mean so she says you're released so i'm released I book my flight from Dallas to Vegas because instead of having to go to San Francisco and I don't have to because I'm released. So we stay in Dallas the next morning. I don't leave with my crew because both of them are deadheading back. Um, they're deadheading back to San Francisco, which one of the, one of the crew members, she lives there. The other guy lives in Austin, which I thought maybe he should have, called to get released and just go from there fake his own deadhead he didn't then come to find out in the morning they converted both of them to work the flight yeah i got a text from one of my crew members and she goes hey 
uh, we just got converted. We were, they were on the plane sitting down out of uniform. And then they said, ring, ring, ring. Hey, you need to get in your uniform and work. I went, whoa. So I was very fortunate that I got released and I didn't have to do that bullshit. Um, and then I just, I got on my flight. I got home and I was, I did my first four day trip and it felt really good. I don't know if you guys know, I don't know if I've uh, shared with you guys for a long time now, maybe about two years now, I've been having this thing where I get these waves of nauseousness especially on the plane and i don't know if it's i'm assuming it's um anxiety mm-hmm. right i mean i'm, I'm asking ali like she knows my fucking well, body oh yeah uh when i was seeing uh, a therapist she did say it sounds like i'm getting anxious about being anxious and before like I wanted to take another month off because I was very nervous to get back to work. And I mean, even now I'm a little nervous to go on my next trip, but I'm more, I'm more excited than nervous. And now that I just did the trip and everything was fine, I only felt like from a scale of one to 10, my nauseousness was maybe like at a two once. So it was, I mean, it was a great trip for me. But every time I'm going to go to work, before and then now, especially now because I haven't been to work in a long time, like I get this just nervousness. It's really, it's fucking weird. Like I went to the doctor. I don't know if I told you guys already, but I went to the doctor and they did all kinds of tests, blood work. They did um, MRIs. Um x-rays blood work i went to a gastroenterologist they they did shit i mean i i pooped and i gave them a sample of my shit they're like i don't know what's going on everybody kept telling me you're fine you're fine you're fine they even did a stress test and they go oh you're 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 fine you're perfect it's like okay well then why the fuck do i feel this way uh so if anybody out there if you guys are listening and you guys have a little tips and trip tips and tricks um they're appreciated i know i was talking to megan and she gave me some tips which i i used and it definitely helped me and then i used this time around uh and it helped me also but yeah like i was just i was telling ali the other day i was like i'm 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 nervous to go like to get on the plane. Yes. Share with them what the tips and tricks were and normalize mental health. Oh, um, so Megan was telling me, I said, my doctor gave me these uh, anti-nausea pills. I just pop them under my tongue and they dissolve. And I told Megan at one point, I don't feel like I need them, but when I, I have them on me, it feels good. And she said, do that. Take, take those pills with you and have them accessible. Even if you're not going to use them, that, that puts your mind at ease. And I went, yeah, I guess you're right. So I used to carry them in my pocket. And Megan said, why don't you carry them in your shirt pocket? That way, if I need them, 
they're right there instead of like you know if i'm sitting down i'm gonna have to go into my pocket or whatever like i just wanted megan suggested put them somewhere where they're super accessible and right there is super accessible so i have those she also gave me a paper and it's just a list of questions and i have the i have the 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 paper i took a photo of it so i i i look at it sometimes and it's just certain questions and i answer the questions and i kind of talk about it in my head to myself um and then another thing that i that i came up with is cuz sometimes when i would start going down the down the runway when we would take off that's when i would get I'd feel this nauseous feeling like I was going to throw up everywhere. And I thought to myself, is it because I'm worried that something's going to happen on takeoff? So now I think about what I need to think about because of our training. And then I also think about, hey, man, everything's fine. You're good. Um, and definitely leaving when me and ali leave we give each other a hug and we tell each other we love each other that also helps even when you hate me yeah even when i'm upset at her um for whatever stupid shit i'm upset about her with um but it makes me feel good to know that hey at least she knows i love her and i know she loves me so it's just a little little thing that helps me um but yeah, I felt, I felt good this trip. And then I got a little nervous because I, I felt I was a little cocky because I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm back. Hell yeah, this is dope. And then I had to check myself and I went, hey man, relax. Just because you had one good trip doesn't mean they're all going to be good. But then I think I shared that with you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but don't. Don't think that your other ones aren't going to be successful. And I go, yeah, you're right. Because I don't want to set myself up for failure. I want to set myself for, I want to set myself up for success. And I'm really trying to have my, my, my mental state as the next trip's going to be great. And I know it's going to be good because I just got done with this first trip and I was fine. I felt great. Getting back in the air, it, it just, it felt good. And then, you know, it also felt good knowing that, oh, I have my schedule set and I'm going to start making money again because that's nice. Like, you know, that's why I go to work. I want to go make money so I can pay my bills and do whatever the fuck it is I want with it. Um, and my crew... My crew members were very nice, and the loads that we had, though they were different people, they were also very nice. Uh, our pilots were, I think I told you, our pilots were, uh, like, our pilots are always nice. I mean, I've had, you know, a dick pilot here or there, but I felt like the pilots were extra nice. They just, they wanted to re reinforce that we knew that, hey, if you need anything, we're here for you. Uh, if you have a problem, we're here. If you want something, we're here. Like, don't hesitate 
to ask us, to tell us, you know, we're here for you. And that felt really good too. Um, yeah, it was just, it was, it was all around, all around it was a, a really good trip back. And I think I said in the beginning, when I was sitting around at the airport before my deadhead, I started getting like these waves of emotion, waves of emotion. So I'm sitting around and I thought, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really here. Like I'm, I'm here now working. I'm going to be working as opposed to when COVID happened, I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. We didn't, we didn't fucking know what was going to happen. I think I told one of my crew members, to be honest with you, I thought, because Ali had a whole, uh, a whole line of China. I think you had four or five. Mm -hmm. And they all got taken away from her. She still got paid for it because she, uh, she was a line holder and we're guaranteed. If they take a trip away from us, um, where it's no fault of our own, the company still pays us for it. But they'll replace it with another trip. So, like, it could be... Huh? Oh, yeah, you went to Auckland. But they can take... Let's say it's a three-day worth 25 hours. They can give us a three-day worth 12 hours. We're working the 12 hours, but we're getting paid for our original trip. Um, so, I mean, they don't... I mean, they normally don't just not have you work. But there was a couple trips where fucking son of a bitch just goddamn motherfucker. Okay, we're back. Camera sucks a dick. Fuck you, Canon. Okay, I digress. It's rare that they take a trip away and then not have you work anything. But because of the effect of COVID, I think you only worked... Was it one trip? I think Allie worked maybe one or two trips of her original four or five. The other ones, they just, they didn't have anything because everything was canceling. That's what happened with my, with my schedule. I had, I packed my schedule because, you know, I wanted to work. I was ready. Like I picked this up. I picked that up. I had it. I, I had everything. And then little by little, like if I had a three day or a four day, the middle flights were canceling. So then I thought, well, what the fuck are we going to do? And then it was, well, I mean, you're not going. And then the trip would get canceled. And then it wasn't being replaced because not only is my, my trips or my, yeah, my flights are being canceled, but then others, other people's flights are being canceled. So now everything's just canceling because like shit was hitting the fan. And like I said, I, I, I told my crew, my, my recent crew from this past trip, I just thought we were going to lose China. That's it. I never in a million years would have thought we're going to be fucking grounded for over a year. Like, that's fucking mind-boggling. Um, fuck, what was my point about that? Oh, yeah, just because I was, like, I was nervous. Deal. You didn't think COVID was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. The, at the time, we didn't, we didn't realize the impact of what COVID was going to bring. Um, yeah, that shit was crazy. Oh, because I was getting emotional. There it is. Mm -hmm. So to go from that and then 
like each month we were like, what the fuck? And I just like, man, I started, there was a couple times that I told my crew that there was a couple days there. Allie had to kind of pull me aside and talk to me. She's like, Hey, you know, um, live your life. But I don't think you should be drinking like a 20 pack of beer every single fucking day. That was a couple times where what we'd wake up at nine or 10 and by maybe two, three hours later, I was wasted. <laughs> and then I'd sober up and then I get wasted again. Yeah. I was like, yo, I gotta, I gotta stop that shit. Um, and then getting the dogs definitely helped. Uh, at least a little bit with the, with the drinking, because then I, then I was thinking, well, Allie needs help with the dogs. The dogs are counting on me. I can't just be, you know, willy nilly. I mean, I still kind of did here and there. Um, and then at some point I, I was like, yo, I can't, I, I can't live like this. Like, this is fucking insane, man. Like what? I, I was just going to become a raging alcoholic just because I fucking lost my job. So then I had to turn back into that, like, you know, because I normally go to the gym four to six days a week. So then I had to turn that brain back on. And then, you know, gyms weren't, weren't open. I didn't have the money to fucking just go buy a gym membership. Luckily here at the apartment complex, we have a gym. So I was going there and then I started getting into it again. I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then it was just this shift of. I'm not working, but I know I can't go crazy. Um, and then, you know, to now where I was, you know, sitting there and I was like, whoa, like, we're back. And I will tell you, I do have a fear that the bottom's going to come out or fall off. Or what's the term I'm trying to. My fear is that shit's going to get bad again. Like, that, that's my fear. I'm hoping it doesn't. Um, but in the back of my head, there's a little bit of a fear that I'm like, uh, how long is this? Yeah. Yeah. The other shooter drop. Like, I'm just kind of like, are we going to go back into lockdown? Like what the fuck is going to happen? So that's a little scary to think about. Uh, but I'm trying not to think about that part. Um, but yeah, um, it's good, successful trip. And I wanted to share that with you guys. And that's about it. That's really all I wanted to talk to you guys about this week. Uh, made it a little Jesusito episode. So, yes? Can you give a shout out to your favorite salmon rice bowl place? You didn't name it. I don't know what it's called. Oh. Is it salmon like rice Se place. Securi? Securi, sir? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I'll find out what the name is and then I'll let you guys know. All right. In the San Francisco airport. All right. gonna say goodbye to you guys the camera battery fucking died <sighs> canon i hate you so fucking much so much eat a dick and not the good dicks eat all the bad dicks again guys thank you for letting me uh share my first trip back uh with you guys like i said that's really all i wanted to share with you guys this week because i thought it was I think Apollo farted again. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was a big deal for me. Felt good. Uh, remember, tell everybody you know. 
your mom, your dad, cousins, brothers, sisters, the good cousins and the bad cousins. Tell them all to subscribe to The Jesus Show, not that one. And this week, taking us out, uh, once again, Allie's going to come in and uh, do some music. And then we're going to go. Ready? Yeah, you're on the spot. Ready and go. Come on. You have to do it in the mic. The Jesus Show, not that one. Cut. <laughs> <laughs>